Welcome back to the FamCast. We are so glad that you have chosen to join us. Just remember, this is real talk with real people, with real lives and real messes, just trying to point our kids to Jesus. And so hopefully we can, uh, through this time, just be able to give you a couple of tips, a couple of pointers, talking about a phase that you are most definitely uh, aware of. But knowing this, that every single one of you as a parent, you are the primary discipler of your kids. Like if they're going to see faith, if they're going to hear about faith, the best way and the best place for them to experience that is in your home. And so we want to come alongside you and help you as parents uh, just to be able to have some real talk about this phase and how we can help you. And so I've got a couple of my friends along with me today that I'm excited to be able to introduce to you guys. Uh, We have our kids lead pastor who is hands-on with kindergarten through third grade, and that is C.J. Johnson. She's with us. And then also we've got Stephen Wagner, who is heading up our fourth and fifth grade ministry. And so I'm excited for you guys to get to know them. So uh, yeah, let's get to know a little bit about you guys. So C.J., Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Ready to be here. (laughs) This is going to be good. So, CJ, tell me a little bit, like, um, how what, what did your journey look like coming to to take this role and and to be at Hope? Oh my how long goodness. have you been here too? You've been here probably the longest. Well, I've been here for about seven years now, a little awesome. bit over now, um, which is really exciting. We often talk about in the kids team how we kind of all ended up here in funny ways, and it's the best ways because we know that's where the Lord was in the midst of it. Uh, but in college, I was actually a dance major, and that okay. really has nothing to do with kids ministry. <laughs> but I really love working with kids, and so um, moved into being a dance teacher, and eventually moved to Richmond, and started coming to Hope just uh, with my husband Joey. He's pretty great, and we started coming to Hope together. Fell in love with the community here. And I started to see um, some really exciting things happening in the kids' world. And one day I walked by what used to be the NPR, but is the cafe now, and I saw a massive bounce house inside. <laughs> You're like, that's my dream. And I, did, I said, what kind of church am I at that they put a bounce house inside? I think I'd like to volunteer there. So I went through the process of seeing if I could become a volunteer, but in the process actually got... Um, approached about another opportunity that was here at Hope that at the time was called Praxis, and it was a residency program that threw you into a year of vocational ministry um, where you could see if it was for you or not for you. And either way, you came out on the other end was a win because you figured out if you wanted to work for the church full time or not. Um, And I fell in love with kids ministry, Mm. absolutely fell in love with it. And it was really clear that by the end of that residency, I wanted to be in full-time vocational ministry, but I also really wanted to do it at Hope. And so that's where my journey started was I got hired on full-time back in 2017. um, And I've been in kids ministry ever since, and I absolutely adore it, but definitely was not (laughs) the projection that I had for my life when I was in college. Um, But that's where you know the Lord's in the midst of it. So, Completely. Yeah. Well, and it's it's a cool story, like to go from a Praxis resident <laughs> yeah. or intern, and now you're leading yeah. Hope Kids, which is just that's just God. It that's has a really been cool thing. the biggest gift, yeah. truly. I don't take it for granted for one day. And so. Stephen, you've got 
You've got a winding journey that brought you to hope. <laughs> you know, we twisted. How'd you, how'd you end up here? Oh, it was a wild time. <laughs> no. um, I actually, similar to Carrie Joy, uh, was in the performing arts before mm-hmm. I got here. So my degree is in musical theater. So acting, singing, a little bit of dancing, um, all that crazy stuff. Uh, but put me in New York City um, in the performing and producing world. Um, and then I had known Hope for a while. I had been doing like Winter Weekend and stuff with Carrie Joy and Katie and the students team. And then one day, um, hope came knocking <laughs> and uh, yeah I was like I don't know I'm kind of thinking about leaving the city but I don't know what to do uh, I'd kind of thought about church work but was a little on the fence about like where to go it was like the middle of COVID um, and uh, I was like okay well I guess we'll like explore this option that yeah. God's putting out there and uh, a couple months later here I am in Richmond, Virginia, <laughs> with a whole bunch of kids. That's awesome. I uh, was a little unsure about it, maybe at first, but uh, like the more I settled in, and once I got here, I was like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is where I need to be right now." Uh, and so, yeah, the kids have like grown on my heart, and it's like the best thing in the world. That's great. And you came on and started like it was a brand new ministry, Fourth and Fifth. I know Carrie Joy, you had thought about it for yeah. a long time. We had even had conversations mm-hmm. about, man, that is like the missing part of of the of family ministry of looking like how do we engage some of these uh these kids that kind of leave at fifth grade they're like ah, i don't want to do the kids stuff anymore uh but i'm not really ready to jump into student ministry and we were like man how can we do that and it's so beautiful how god just orchestrated that to bring you on and and be the right the right part uh that we needed and it's been it's been really neat to to watch that that flourish yeah. um What's your favorite part about this phase? So, like, just for some of you, when we talk about a phase, we're talking about life stage. And this life stage is is, is really encompassing the elementary phase. What do you love uh, about it? Oh, I so for me personally, I think the thing that I love the most about, in particular, uh, kindergarten through third grade, at least, is seeing their their eyes come alive when they realize that they're really good at something mm-hmm. or when they learn that they can do something they didn't know that they could do. Yeah. Um, they're really coming into the little human beings that they were really created to be and figuring out that they can be different from the person next to them, and that's okay yeah. um, because God created us to all be completely different people and he knows us so well exactly to be who we are so my most favorite thing that um i get to see happen within these kindergarten through third graders is discovery of who they who they were created to be Mm, that's cool yeah how about you steven uh, I think like growing up, church was always like my like the physical church was always my safe space. Mm. And somewhere I loved to go, like after school, I would be like, Mom, just like drop me off at the church. <laughs> and I would just like run around <laughs> with our children's director and be like, Yeah, what do you need me to do? Um, and so I think the longer I've been here, the more I see why I love the fourth and fifth grade phase so much. Because that was when I like needed a home. That was when I needed a space. Um, and it's a phase that like, they're caught in between. They don't know where to go. They're not ready for middle school, but they're feeling kind of uh, old for kids. Right. And so that's what I needed, especially in fourth and fifth. That's when I like broke out of my shell. It's when I learned to be like who I am today and like that I had like potential. Mm-hmm. And so to uh, like cater something to that age group, um, that was something that I needed. And now seeing that's like, oh, oh, hey, you need this too. Like, let's give this to you. Like, let's watch yeah. you like grow and blossom and like you're, you don't have to get, like, skipped over. Right. Like, what's happening in your life right now matters, and I want to see you, like, live out that full potential, not mm-hmm. just in your daily life, but also, like, with your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. 
You know, uh, it, it's interesting that both of you guys come from um, artistic, creative uh, backgrounds. Yeah. Like for what you were trained to do and, and everything with schooling, with your life experience and everything. So how has that played a role in the ministry <laughs> that you build for kids? Like how have you been able to, to express that? Yeah. It's, I mean, for me personally, I, the creative side of what we get to do in Hope Kids brings me so much life. So much like in the dance world, I am constantly using my brain to create and make new formations and pictures and um, make sure that the music is shown in this certain way because of the certain movement. I love that I feel like I get to exercise that part of my brain that I am so passionate about here in Hope Kids by creating new, I don't know, silly and crazy games and events and ways for families to come in and interact with the Lord in a way that they never thought that they could or would. Right. Because we get to push the boundaries uh, with the creativity of it all. So that's what, that's Mm -hmm. what makes me so excited about that artsy side being able to be applied here within Hope Kids. Yeah. I think, too, in the arts, you, like, learn so much. You learn how to be, like, creative. You learn how to brainstorm well. You yeah. learn how to, like, work with other people well. Mm-hmm. How to, like, uh, mesh different uh, mediums. Yeah, like, yeah. mediums yeah. and yeah. things together. And so getting to take, like, learning how to do, like, in college, it was, like, dance, singing, acting, light, sets, costumes. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, how are we taking, like, oh, a big inflatable <laughs> and, uh, like, a group of small group leaders? And how are we going to use that to, like, work together in, like, a creative and fun way to, like, tell them about Jesus and like, and then we just like do cool things like jingle jam fall fest and like using everything from that world. Uh, yeah. yeah, To not keep it, I guess every day it's also, sorry, my brain's like all over the place. Also (laughs) like every day it's different. Like it keeps it like fresh. It's like, Oh, how can we make this something new? How's Mm -hmm. it not like on repeat? Um, I don't know if any of that made sense, but no, that's completely. where my brain is. Absolutely, well, and, it did. Well, and, and I've seen, you know, through Jingle Jam and through different thing, experiences, I've seen you, you dance. I've seen, yeah. uh, you know, I've seen uh, writing scripts, creating mm. sets, uh, all that stuff, which you might have thought, man, I'm going to have to give this up. This up. Yes. God's kind of like brought it back and said, no, I'm going to take your gifts, mm. what, yeah. what has been really cool in, in your life so far, and I'm just going to leverage that. Yeah, it is interesting to think about how he gave us uh, these giftings. Like, I believe these are giftings in our lives, mine and Stephen's both. And uh, he repurposed them and is using them to glorify his name Mm -hmm. and bring families in closer to growing in step with the Lord. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think just being, like, honest, too. Uh, Like, that was a fear of mine coming Mm -hmm. into this world. It was like, oh, no, I'm, like, going to have to give up that piece. Mm -hmm. That's something that, like, is a part of me that I love and... I'm going to have to, like, give it up. And I quickly learned, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's been fun to integrate. And I think you guys you guys are, are, are the perfect mix for what we try to do in, in kids' ministry as well from the standpoint of – and family ministry for that matter – is that we want – We've talked about this. We want people to walk away going, I can't believe we just did that in church. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like because it, it, it breaks down some of those walls and then they go, oh, if I could come to a fall fest, if I could come to the Jingle Jam, what does a Sunday morning look like? I want to go check that out. Mm-hmm. And you guys do an incredible job with like your set designs uh, within your spaces on Sundays when people come in and they see something new on the series. It's just it, it pulls them in. And so all these different uh I guess just entry points help people uh, be introduced to not only a creator that loves them, but who they can become 
in, through a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And so mm-hmm. that's a neat thing. Yeah, neat thing. What keeps coming? What keeps you guys coming back? Oh, I feel like I have so many answers to that question. Yeah. So it's hard for me to narrow it down because this truly, you know, going from being a dance major and doing that my whole life and, um, you know, I had a short stint at, as a bank teller. That was a hard time of my life. Um, but you know, you Wasn't that in hours or was that oh a week? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was, we don't so have to go there. <laughs> I can't talk about it. It gives me a twitch. Um, but I think that the thing that keeps me coming back that, like, hits top of my list is we get to be a part of a place here at Hope that's a church that encourages us to push boundaries so that we can reach as many people as possible, but as creatively as necessary so that they can come in and just grow one step closer to the Lord or have a memory with their family that they could talk about for months to come. That's all centered around church and what they heard about Jesus or an experience they had with a volunteer who I believe our volunteers at Hope here carry the heart of hope. They carry the heart of Jesus with mm-hmm. them because they have that heartbeat um, and passion for bringing uh, glory to the Lord through interactions with kids and families. It's really yeah. special. But I love that um, as long as we're aiming towards um, bringing people in closer to the Lord with that mission-minded heart, yeah. uh, that creatively as necessary piece uh, hope mm. always wants us to push the boundaries of yeah. like, what can we do? What's next? Did it mm-hmm. work? That's incredible. Did it not work? That's okay. Let's back up and punt again and try again. But no matter what, there's no limit on the creativity of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Stephen? Like what keeps you coming back uh, each week? I think seeing like, ah, man, I'm with Carrie Joy. There's <laughs> yeah. just like so many, yeah. uh, so many good answers. I think one is like the family aspect. It's not just like a staff family. It's not just uh, a congregation family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like one big family um, that I think people can walk into and like feel that. I think that's why other people keep coming back. Um, but I also think just like, and I kind of said it earlier, but like advocating for the kids yeah. and being like, no, like I want, I come back for you. I'm yeah. here. That's why I show up every week because like you need that constant. What what can I do for you every week to help you see like the love of Christ? Um, so yeah, I mean, it just keeps me, I like, I low-key like hate missing a Sunday. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's not my favorite thing. And when I do, like if I'm off on a Sunday, I'm like, oh yeah, it's nice to hear like this break. I don't have to wake up at like 545. But then, but then like, it's like 930 and I'm like, oh man, but the kids, I bet they're having a great time right now. Oh, I just, oh, I wish I could be there. It's like FOMO level, about nine and a half. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder how it's going. So yeah, just like being there for them. There's just something about it. Seeing yeah. their little faces like as they walk in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, one of the neat things about being in family ministry is that <clears throat> we get to help uh, parents look at and see kind of the end in mind of their kid once they graduate all the way through uh, from kids min- from preschool ministry to elementary to fourth and fifth to middle school to high school. Uh, our goal in all of this is for them to have a relationship with Christ. It's not built on uh, any other relationship, any other programming, uh, but they truly have one that they know how to, to grow in. And so uh, it's neat that they, they, each stage, each phase like builds on one another. And we talked uh, an, on a previous podcast, FamCast, about... Um, about the three truths that are in preschool ministry, that God made me, God loves me, and Jesus wants to be my friend forever. Uh, and then, so what is the different truths that that they're going to hear over and over again in this phase as they come into elementary? 
Yeah, so once I move into elementary, we focus from kindergarten all the way up through fifth grade on the three truths that are, I can trust God no matter what, I should treat others the way I want to be treated, and I can make the wise choice. So those are the three things that for those six years that they spend with us in elementary, we want them to be able to walk away knowing that that's the heartbeat of of what we want them to walk away with in elementary. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Just to being able to to trust like all these things that I've heard and all the stories uh, that I've that, that I've grown up hearing and that, or that I'm continuing to grow up and hear uh, <laughs> that I can trust it, you know, yeah. uh, that I can trust it. And then when it how do I put that into play? How do I make the wise choice uh, and then treating others as they as they want to be treated? Yeah. That's, that's huge. And so, and I think all of that stuff just kind of weaves in and out of the different series that you do yeah. uh, in the different um, teaching that they're going to experience. And so that's something for you as as parents, just even knowing that, uh, that man, I, they're going to hear some of these things. So I can begin to reinforce some of that as well. And it's, it's, I mean, it's stuff that you hear all the time, you know, yes, <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, yes, you need to treat others the way that you need to be treated. Probably rings true in, uh, in, in sibling households. Uh, <laughs> yes. it's like, Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> He's touching me. Right. <laughs> well, man, we are going to, uh, sign off for this portion of this fam cast and, and, uh, we invite you back next time uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what this actually looks like uh, in the life of your kid and what it looks like in the ministries at hope and uh, and how we help them live these truths out again thanks so much for joining us uh, steve and cj thanks for sharing a little bit of your story it's great to be able to hear and and see just how god orchestrates all these things for his good and his glory so uh, thanks for joining us we invite you back we'll see you next time